The following content has been provided by RWTH, Aachen University. Um, so we got storyboards or flipbooks. This was more like a storyboard experience because it only had one option. Um, to go through, flipbooks are a little more uh, flexible. But what if you have an interface um, that has lots of different options and you, you want to give the user um, a feeling of, of, of interacting with the UI and you don't want to draw all the screens for every single change all the time. You know, let's say uh, there is something where a drop-down menu appears. You don't want to draw a full new screen with a drop-down menu and then you know, another one where it's gone. Um, so in that case, you can use what's called a post-it prototype. So that's the next, um, next up version, a little more interactive uh, than a plain pro paper prototype. What you basically do is you draw dialogues, menus, windows um, on post-it notes and you stack them on top of your basic screen design, sometimes in multiple layers. Um, this allows you to simulate opening a dialogue, closing it again, by just manipulating post-it notes. It's also quick to change because you can just draw another post-it note and tack it on there. So if you want to actually you know, modify your design because you remembered, oh, there has to be, I don't know, maybe a, a, a help call out if I hover over an object for a while, I want to have a little tooltip. You draw a little post-it with a tooltip and you say, I'm going to now add that to my pro prototype. You don't need to draw all the screens again. One thing that is helpful if you do post-it prototypes is to have sort of templates ready, empty templates, for example, for dialogues or, or, or um, information um, pop-ups that appear or for menu bars um, that you basically make ready and then you can quickly use them um, to change your prototype, to actually you know, change your design uh, after some feedback from a user. It's also good to videotape those sessions that you do with a user when they go through your prototype so you can later anal analyze what actually happened, where the problems were, what worked well. That's a general tip. Videotaping a user session is always helpful because there are often things that you miss uh, you know, in, real, in real time when you're doing the, the actual analysis. So I've got some examples here. Here's a <coughs> um, paper prototype. I'm just going to pass this around. This is a poster prototype. And you guys can uh, check this out. I've also got some big pictures here so you can see it. Um, this is a, a simple prototype, a poster prototype with radio buttons, buttons and checkboxes. Um, that's what it looks like. Um, you know, it has rows and whatever. It's, it's some kind of uh, setting column for, for formatting, obviously, some, some kind of layout. And so let's look at a video on, on how this is uh, being used. You can see that here. Um, here's the basic uh, starting screen, and now we'll see somebody hopefully coming in. Let's see, ah, oh, there we go. So you can, for example, take those flip things off, can remove a check mark or put it back. You can change the uh, row height and say it's going to be different. Um, you can change the range name to be um, some other name. You can put those buttons, you know, switch those radio buttons around and mark up stuff. So it's fairly easy to manipulate and uh, have a almost sort of interactive experience. The user can sort of imagine a little better what's going on, right? Because you're not all the time flip, flipping out entirely pages. And you can imagine if you have a couple of those settings, 
imagine having to draw all the full screenshots for every single possible combination. That's a lot of work. You don't want to do that, so that's why these things are useful. Um, you can even have um, expandable dialog boxes. Let's say you know, you've got an error dialog with some error message, and you want to provide the user with details over here. So you can say, okay, if you press details, then what happens is you stick on another um, box or you flip out the piece of paper here if you've got it folded over, and here are the detailed error descriptions to that. Um, expandable lists are possible. So here's a, an example of an expandable list. You've got um, uh, a typical hierarchical view here, and um, let's say I want to know more about the, the music part here. I can basically put a detailed po second post-it over this that shows the um, sub-menu or the sub-contents of that, of that subfolder. This you can also use to, for example, show a drop-down menu selection. By the way, you might say, hey, wait a minute, um, the games thing is now missing. Well, we've got to put that back. We basically just put the rest, the second part of this, below this. So we've got a sort of uh, rough mashup of these things. Here's an example of uh, drop-down menus. So here is a file menu. And then um, you can say, OK, I'm not going to uh, select. You can highlight or, or um, gray out things. So the, here, if you look, look closely, you can see that these are actually tiny little post-its that were posted over the normal words here and have the same word in gray to, to indicate that these things are now grayed out and not active. So this is how you could, for example, do uh, grayed out controls. Um, this is, by the way, um, some of these pictures were taken from the excellent book Paper Prototyping by Carolyn Snyder. Uh, that is a whole book just on doing paper prototypes. So if you're interested in uh, learning more about that technique, I recommend the book by Snyder. Um, with lots more images and examples. It's really quite a flexible technique once you've learned a couple of tricks. Here's one that uh, where DIS students were asked, um, this was also in 2010, um, to design a user interface for a copy machine that would allow the user to simulate or to manipulate how the copy would uh, look, so like how the image is cropped on the, on the copied page. They used separate pieces of, of, of paper and cardboard here to simulate the crop marks, as you can see. And uh, the user can move the crop marks, actually, during the prototype test, right? So you can actually sort of play with this thing um, almost for real. This content was provided by RWTH, Aachen University.